Hello, friends. You are tuned in to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. Real content, real talk. Today's topic is about the concept of forgiveness. I mentioned on Facebook that this would be the topic for today, what it is and what it is not. So this is part one of a two-part series on forgiveness because I think now is an excellent time to really, mm, what is the word I'm looking for? Engage with forgiveness. I think that with all the stuff happening in the world and everything that has happened in, in the past, forgiveness plays a role in how we proceed to move forward in life. And it's difficult to move forward in life if we're hanging on to the hurt. And a friend of mine once told me that hurt people hurt other people, which is true, which is true. And so I think that with the concept of forgiveness, there's a lot to unpack because it's not a simple thing. It's actually very complex. There are a lot of complexities with the process of forgiveness. And that's what I'm going to suggest that it, that we regard it as being that it is a process. It takes time. Time is the thing really that gives us a feeling or might lend itself to feeling uh, the feeling of forgiveness. But in the time that we have or that we make for ourselves to process our feelings to reach a point of forgiveness, not, not catharsis necessarily, that might happen, but just a place of forgiveness within our own mind and heart, time and how we use it is the key. But before I get too far into that, because again, these podcasts are short things, they're snacks. And so I want to not ramble on about this or that. So jumping right into what psychology today has to say about what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is, in part, a willingness to drop the narrative on a particular injustice to stop telling ourselves over and over again the, the story of what happened, what this other person did, how we were injured, and all of the rest of the upsetting things we remind ourselves in relation to this unforgivableness. It's a decision to let the past be what it was, to leave it as is, imperfect, and not what we wish it had been. Forgiveness means that we stop the shoulda, coulda, woulda, bins and relinquish the idea that we can create a different, in parentheses, better past. Forgiveness also suggests an openness to meeting the present moment freshly. That is, to be with the other person without our feelings about the past in the way of what's happening now. Forgiveness involves being willing and able to respond to what's happening in the present moment and not react through the lens of anger and resentment, the residue from the past. In meeting now, freshly, we stop employing the present moment to correct vindicate, validate, or punish the past. We show up, perhaps forever changed as a result of the past, 
but nonetheless with eyes, ears, and a heart that are available to right now and what is possible right now. I have to be honest, I really enjoyed reading what this uh, author had to say about forgiveness and what it is. Nancy Collier um, is the author of this particular article. She's a psychotherapist and interfaith minister and author of Can't Stop Thinking, The Power of Off, and Inviting a Monkey to See, to Tea, sorry, Inviting a Monkey to Tea. I've uh, not heard of her until this moment, until I read the article, and I think she's brilliant. I, I really couldn't have put it better myself, to be honest. Bringing the concept of present moment into the conversation regarding this, this topic of forgiveness is paramount. Because we don't hear folks talk about quote-unquote present moment awareness in the typically as a typical thing to say in psychology circles though in positive psychology it is mentioned and it is it is part of the discussion in that particular realm but in the umbrella under the umbrella of psychology itself present moment is not part of the dialogue so I like that she brought that into the fold and uh it is a present moment awareness thing. So so not going too far in the rabbit hole with all of that. I just want to reiterate one one bit that we leave the past as it was, imperfect and not what we wish it had been. So when you think about the wrong that was done to you, you think about the hurt and you Play that scenario in your mind over and over and over and over again, thinking to yourself, oh, I should have done it this way, or I could have handled it better this way, or I could have done it that way. And if I would have just did this, then that wouldn't have happened. And none of these things would have happened. And I would have never been put, you know, I would have never been in that position and blah, 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 blah. Right? That's what she was saying. The shoulda, coulda, wouldas, woulda beens. And then we got to let that kind of thinking go. It's a it's a, it's a thought process. It's a cyclical thinking process that we repeat on a loop in our head over and over and over, which doesn't help at all. The process of forgiveness, pushing it forward, it actually stifles the process of forgiveness when we do that. So, okay, be angry, be upset, do what you got to do. You know, it's okay. You're a human being. I'm a human being. We're not robots. We're not you know, we can't just easily drop it all and then just say to ourselves uh, that we can just get over it. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get over it. I'm over it. Well, we're lying to ourselves. We're in denial when we say that that quickly. We're not over it. And rather than to keep telling yourself that, or if I keep telling myself I'm over it, uh, I would rather just accept the fact that I'm not over it, that I'm still very upset. And I've got to give myself the space and the time to just process those feelings and move on with my day as best as I can with with that kind of thing uh, in, in shotgun, riding shotgun with me in my day. So I have to let those feelings just kind of hang out there with me like a little friend and I'm holding its hand or her hand or, her, or his hand and I'm just, we're there together in our day. 
rather than to try to deny it, push it away, compart- over-compartmentalize. There's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with compartmentalizing. As long as you realize that you have to you have to address these things sooner than later rather than to let it be in a little box in the corner of your head. Because later that stuff comes out with a vengeance and it's not good for anybody that's around you, especially yourself. Um, so forgiveness is an openness and a willingness and an ableness and a um, a decision to let the past be what it was imperfect and not not hanging on to what could have been or should have been or what would have been because it's in the past now it's gone so it can't it's it can't be uh you can't get it back that time that time is gone and all you have is the right the right now moment and the right now time right now what's in front of you right now that's what you have right now in this moment so thinking about it is okay as long as you don't keep cyclically thinking about it I think that's harmful I think that does us more harm than good so the forgiveness is a process and if you're willing to do the work meaning you're willing to accept that first forgiveness is a process and it is not a quick fix it's not something that you're quickly fixing and you're going to get over it and that's it. No, you recognize the issue. You recognize your part in it, meaning what you were thinking at that time, how you were feeling and all of that. And then you learn from whatever it is that you feel or think you might be able to learn from and then take that information and and harbor that and grow from it. And then that could be like your foundation to this new person, this new self that's being created in the making. Because there's nothing wrong with learning from the past, especially if you're aware that maybe some of the behaviors that you you exhibited at that time um, may be improved upon for the future. Not to sit back and harbor thoughts of shoulda, coulda, woulda, but to acknowledge what those feelings were, what those behaviors were, what those thoughts were, and move on from there. I think that if we give ourselves that freedom, that freedom of space and mind and freedom of space in the heart to think about the past in that way, wow, we, we really will be going through a really great healing experience as a result. That's my opinion. Um, a primary component, this article is saying, of forgiveness, of the forgiveness process also includes our attention and where we choose to direct it. That the process of forgiveness invites and guides our attention away from the other person, away from what they did, haven't done, or need to do. It takes the focus off of them, off of waiting for and wanting them to be different, and moves towards ourselves and our own experience, our heart. We stop trying to get compassion or acknowledgement out of the other, stop trying to get them to see and know our pain to show us that our suffering matters. Forgiveness means that we lose interest, that we lost interest, I'm sorry, that we lose interest or simply give up the fight to have the other get it. 
get what they've done or get that we matter. So forgiveness means that we lose that particular interest in trying to, you know, get them to acknowledge what, what's going on with us. In other words, we're taking the responsibility responsibility of acknowledgement away from them and we're placing that responsibility of acknowledgement on us for us, for what we need, for you, for yourself, for what you need, or for I and what I need, that it's no longer about them. We take that attention away from that other individual where you circle it back to us, you circle it back to yourself, or I circle it back to myself and what I need to acknowledge and what I need to understand for myself. That's key. So that's energy, right? If I take the energy and the attention away from that other person and what they've done and how they did it, blah, 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 and I bring it back to myself, that's a power source for myself that I could use to heal and to undergo that really great process of forgiveness but I have to acknowledge that that attention it's like currency it's like money it's like when you pay money to a a company or you buy a bag or you buy groceries or you pay a cell phone bill that currency that's a money exchange that you're giving to another entity to take care of something for you or that you're going to buy from them for yourself as an exchange with regards to energy and exchanging of that energy, which thought is energy. And if you're thinking about that person, you're devoting your attention, which is money, your focus, which is money, and you're giving it to them without a proper exchange in return. You're not getting anything back from that investment. That's lost money. You might as well take that energy and attention and flush it down the toilet. It's like renting. That money just goes right out the window, right down the toilet. There's no return on that because it's, it's not an investment. It's just money spent and money wasted in, in, the grand, in the grander scheme. So I'm going to put a pencil in it for right now with that, with that particular comment regarding exchange of energy and having a return on that exchange. In other words... Stop giving your thought energy to the other person in your mental space of repeating the this scenario that happened to you over and over in your head. Stop doing that. Take back that attention. Like, take that money that you're about to throw in the toilet and hold on to it. Put it back in your account. Save that money, right? Save that money. Save your pennies. Save those chips. You don't need to spend all your chips on a person that's not giving you anything in return in your mind hang on to that currency and we'll come back to this subject on part two of forgiveness podcast topic and thank you for listening to yours truly the unconventional yogi real content real talk